You're listening to the Hustled Up Podcast, a lifestyle and business podcast jam-packed with tools and tips to help you navigate your business, career, and life as a goal-getter, big dreamer, and multi-passionate doer. Grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready to hustle up. Hello, friends. What is up? Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustle It Up. I am your host, Laura. And before I dive into today's topic and episode, I want to quickly remind you guys, if you're loving what you're hearing and you've been a listener for a while now or just for a little bit, please take a couple seconds out of your day to leave us a quick review wherever you listen. It helps us out so much and we really, really appreciate it. Okay. So today we are going to skip the weekly recap. There's really not much to report if I'm being honest with you. Same old thing, work, 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 (laughs) lots of stress, you know, the usual. But the main reason I want to skip it is because today's episode is freaking juicy, a goldmine of information, and just all around so inspirational. We had the absolute pleasure of having a return guest on, Danielle Bauman. You may have remembered her from the last time she came on and just dropped so much knowledge and inspiration on us as she always does. Well, this episode was absolutely no different. We talked all about social media and what she's been doing differently on social media that has really not only gained her a following on social media, but then also that has translated into more people showing up for her sweat and swagger classes and We really just touched on connection, making genuine connections through social media, as well as how you could use social media as a tool to, she basically, I don't want to give too much away, but she basically just touches on how you can use social media as a tool to improve your mental health as opposed to decline your mental health. As we know, social media does have that effect on a ton of people nowadays. There's so much out there and you really do get to choose what you consume and she talks all about that. And it's just such a good episode. So I'm going to stop talking so that we can bring on Danielle Bauman. Enjoy, guys. Are you a fellow owner of a cleaning business? Because if so, you need to listen to me when I tell you. Cleaning Business Fundamentals has literally changed mine and Laura's life and business since we joined it last May. We are under the education of a amazing, amazing, amazing coach named Debbie Sardone. And Debbie Sardone owns a $3.6 million residential cleaning company in Texas. That's right. I'm not lying. $3.6 million, which means that any cleaning business has that potential. And to make things even more exciting, we have the best announcement. CBF is hosting their annual event, CBF Live, in Fort Worth, Texas from April 13th through the 15th. We're going, we're going to learn all about branding, marketing, sales, and overall just growing and scaling our businesses. And we want you to join us. Yes, we are so extremely excited for this event, not only to meet our idol in person, but also because this year's theme is cracking the seven figure marketing code. Debbie's going to teach us all about her nine-step dirt code marketing formula. If you come to this event, you're going to get your next breakthrough with access, collaboration, and industry networking. So if you are a cleaning business owner, do not sleep on this chance. And if you're wondering, do I have to be a CBF member to come to this event? Nope. Anybody can come. And that's not the best part. Holly, why don't you tell them about the amazing offer that we have? Yes. I am so excited to share with you guys that we have a 
discount code (laughs) who doesn't love a good discount code if you use our ambassador link you will get no lie a hundred dollars off your tickets and they're already affordable as it is so what are you waiting for head over to the link in the description box below or you can find it at hustle.podcast.com in our show notes for today click that link get your tickets and we will see you at cbf live in april Hello friend, it is your girl Holly and I wanted to tell you that I created my very first freebie. I am so excited about this one. If you are a fellow cleaning company owner and you feel like your Instagram is blending in with the pool of cleaning Instagrams out there, I am here to help you. Did you know that your Instagram and social media presence in general can be the deciding factor on whether or not potential client books your service over that of your competitor. I know it's crazy, but trust me, I know this firsthand. The amount of clients we have had say, I am choosing you because I love your social media. I love your TikToks. I love your Instagram. I just love your personality. It is insane. So I want to pass that information and that knowledge along to you with my freebie, Four tips for getting your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. This is a comprehensive, thoroughly detailed PDF on how to get your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. And it is seriously going to immediately help you start kicking butt in the world of social media. So if you want this freebie, go to hustleduppodcast.com and at the top, you'll see a little link that says get your freebie. Click that. You can also find the link in the show notes description box below and on our Instagram at hustleduppodcast. Enjoy. Danielle, welcome back again to the show. We are so hey, happy guys. to have you here. Yay! I am so excited to be here and to be back. I just love you guys personally and obviously love chatting with you about all the things. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm feeling so mutual. <laughs> so, so mutual. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to bring you back, too, because since the last time um, we had you on, like you've done a lot has been happening in your life since we've had you last on. And I remember, um, you know, the last time we had you on, you were just getting your foot in the door of social media. You were just Ooh. getting your foot in the door of like sweat and swagger. Um, you know, and we talked a lot about that. And now like Mrs. Sweat and Swagger mental health guru over here. Every time I see her <laughs> on Instagram, I'm like, yeah I'm like I'm pumped I'm ready to go (laughs) and like you've just been like you're you've been doing so much and like well first of all before wait before we get into anything crazy though people may not have listened to your first episode which we will direct them to a link to her first episode that's okay no go fucking it's not okay it's not okay (laughs) go do yourself a favor and go listen to that first episode for a wealth of knowledge and then keep listening to this one Yes, we'll put a link in the description below and in the show notes for anybody who does. But Danielle, why don't you just tell them a little bit, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and as if they didn't listen to our first um, episode with you. Okay, so for the sinners out there who didn't listen to the first episode, uh, (laughs) Um, my name is Danielle Bauman. I am a licensed mental health counselor in the state of New York. I have a private telehealth practice, uh, White Lotus Wellness. Um, I am a sweat and swagger fitness instructor and I am a self-taught 
Instagrammer. I don't, but it's not, I'm not an influencer by any means. <laughs> I literally just Google almost everything that I've been able to do. And uh, yeah, I'm a mom. I have two kids. And so, yeah, my life is just basically like working, like I'm a work from home mom. That's how I like to explain it. Cause like, I still have my son, my daughter's in school. So I'm just like always doing all the things and like, literally my calendar is just like color coded and stacked or it's just not happening. So that's me. Well, thank I you for squeezing it. us in. Like, I know you're super busy. You have a super busy schedule. So taking the time to squeeze this in really means a lot. Of course. And I know you say like, oh, I'm not an influencer, but I want to dial back for a second because you're not necessarily influencing people to like buy things like, oh, this new skincare or whatever, but you're still influencing people to, what do we say? Be unapologetically you. You're influencing people Mm. to just show up anyway. You're influencing people to just kind of freaking do the damn thing. Like you are influencing people. So I definitely wouldn't, you know, say you're not an influencer because I think that you are definitely influencing people and what they would consider, you know, with someone of your following, you're a micro influencer. That's, you know, kind of what we all are at this point. You've got your following. It's a little like (laughs) by, by like Instagram standards, a smaller following, but damn, your followers are loyal. The amount of engagement you get on every single one of your posts, the likes you're getting like I'll post some I get three likes I'm like where the hell is everybody I don't understand <laughs> so but every time you're posting people are like you go girl you know you got like such a big like loyal supportive like fan base and um I think that that's really fan cool base. honestly I are no I'm a fan I, I was gonna say I get fan. excited when I see you <laughs> pop up in my feed I'm like oh is Danielle gonna like inspire me today is she gonna just be looking like a hot mama like what am I getting and I'm always getting something <laughs> good and inspirational and like I really agree with what Holly said like you I feel like also have this way about you where you kind of influence people to be comfortable in their own skin like she said show up unapologetically and just do the damn thing and like you know influence doesn't always I feel like equate to product buying especially Mm. not in today's I guess yeah I never really thought of it like that I mean obviously like Laura you know like the sweat and swagger community is the all those like I don't know if they're mottos taglines whatever you want to call them missionary statements like be a good human be unapologetically you show up anyway like we all have swag like celebrating diversity and like honestly that is the reason why I started to try to grow quote unquote on social media is because I wanted to teach classes and I had to figure out a way right like with you know Joanna Cavalcanti, you know, talk about her all the time, goat queen goddess that she is, has really, you know, gentle nudged me to just do it. And I was like, you know what? Like, F it. Like, what what do you have to lose? Like, literally, there's nothing to lose. What, you'll be in the same position that you are now? Like, okay, you'll reach out to people and they won't answer you back. Like, okay, great. Like, that's fine. You know, you got to just, it teaches you to just sort of not give so much of, can I curse on here? Yeah, of course. Give so much of a crap, <laughs> give so much of a shit, you know what I mean, about like what people are thinking about you and just more about like what, how do I want to show myself to the world? Not really the world, but you know, maybe the tri-state area. I don't really know. America. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. But, um, you know, yeah, and I, I think that like that's really been my focus is so much less about like 
follower count because that can really like mess with you. Like you'll lose people, you'll gain people, you lose people, you'll gain people. And like, you don't know who, or you don't know why. And like, I just got to a point where I was just like, I think it was once I finally hit like the one K I was like, I, I don't really care. I don't really, I don't really care anymore. You know, because what I started to do was just focus more on like the community. Right. And like who is actually local. And I am actually really trying to work on virtual classes because I've, connected with so many people that are not local that are in other states that are been like like can I take your classes and you know with technology you just have to try to figure out like how you're going to give them the best product ever but I'm digressing the point that I'm trying to make is like really trying to focus on the avatar right and like the who and like who do I want to be connecting with and like genuinely connecting with them like commenting on their stuff dming them like and it's really genuine. Like, if you post something that I think is funny, I'm going to tell you that's fucking funny. If you post something that I'm like, oh, my God, I totally relate to that. Like, I'm going to tell you I totally relate to that. Like, if you comment on my, my stuff or DM me, like, I'm going to answer you back. Like, I'm not just going to ignore you. You know what I mean? Because that's not the point. The point is to be able to connect with like-minded people. And that's how you build a community. And that's honestly <clears throat> how I grew the class. Most of the people that came to at least the last two classes, I didn't even know them in real life. And it was like weird as hell, just like them showing up and me being like, oh my God, I'm so excited to meet you in person because like I'm writing with these people like on the daily, you know, not like in a creepy way, but just like actually conversing with them and actually getting to know them and actually being like, oh my God, you do that, me too. Oh, you like that, me too. You know what I mean? So it, it was very like surreal, but like also really cool to be like, wow, if I never had done that, this wouldn't be happening right now for me, for us. I, <clears throat> I love this. And I have a lot to learn from you because I'm one of those people. And I'm so, I'm so, I'm so guilty of this. I just scroll. I get, I double tap. I scroll. I double tap. I'm not, I, I I'll go on, I'll post, I'll be mad that I'm getting three likes, but I'm not engaging. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm, I do have mm-hmm. some connections with people who I already know, but um, I think this is also just because I'm a very, b- b- believe it or not, people think I'm lying. I'm really not. I'm a very intro. I'm a very introverted soul, and it's hard for me to just put myself out there in a way that's like deeper than just sharing a reel or something. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I have a lot to learn from you for sure because I lo- I do long for those connections, and I feel like I'm lacking them, um, and especially within my niche because you have your sweat and swagger niche. I don't, you know, I'm not an instructor, so you know, I have my own little niches and I feel like I'm not as connected to them as I would like to be. And I think a lot of people wonder like, why is my engagement down? But like one hand watches the other, you have to be engaging also. So I definitely have a lot to, I definitely have a lot to learn from you. And I love that you said, you know, like, and this goes for like businesses, influencers, content creators, everybody, like you're not going to please everybody. And I am also guilty of watching the follower count. I used to even have an app on my phone that would tell me who unfollowed me. And I was getting a little obsessive with it. And I had to, I did delete it. I was like, I can't, like, I'm getting mad at people. And I was like, (laughs) I was, I was literally getting mad at people. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck this person. I would unfollow them. And I was like, this is such an unhealthy, like toxic trait that I'm doing. And it just was not good. And um, so now I don't even, I don't, I try not to. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm hundred percent unbothered, but I'm mostly unbothered. <laughs> like if I lose a <laughs> follower, but it's nor, it's also normal. Like content, like people who are creating content 
they they just lose follow it is what it is it's kind of like yeah it's social media like that's how we socialize in real life we gauge off the feedback that we get if you're talking to someone and they're making a face that looks like what the fuck are you talking about like you're gonna get the hint that like oh maybe I sound weird or maybe this or maybe that it's the same thing it's just easier for you know people to do behind a screen and you don't know why they're unfollowing and honestly like you don't want to be for everybody I don't want to be for everybody because everybody's not for me you know what I'm saying? So yep. trying to really take out like the popularity of it and really like dig deeper and find like the people that you actually resonate with, whether they're like within your niche or not, because I feel like the both of you have like 12 niches, right? Like you're like, <laughs> you know, the, what do you call it? Like the multi-passionate. Multi-passionate. I'm like, what are, these, what are these bitches doing now? Like, okay, what are they doing now? They're dancing for both. They're doing nails, they've got, you know, chores and more, Laura's doing sweat and swagger, like, you're doing this podcast, like, it's great. It's, it's, it's good, but it is a lot, though, because, again, and, like, I feel like uh, Holly and I both struggle with this, and, like, I struggle with this a lot of, like... I feel like, and we've said this before, like jack of all trades, master of none, right? So like I have all of these things I want to do that I feel almost equally passionate about. So then I always feel like when I'm giving my all to one thing, everything else lacks. And it's kind of the same with social media, honestly. Like I really struggle to calendars and whatnot to help this, but like I feel like I get very zoned and focused on one thing. And then when I do Ooh. that, everything else kind of falls to the wayside. So like I want to find a way on my social media in particular to kind of bring all my things together and find like one common streamline to make that mm-hmm. happen. But that's also hard. And I feel like that's why I also do struggle to like Holly said, make those connections because I kind of feel like I'm all over the place and it's hard to like really figure out like how can I make a difference who am I supposed to be connecting with within my niche because that's the other thing like you know we all want as many followers as possible right we want the biggest following but in retrospect what's that going to do for us if they're not within our niche or if you're say promoting your Instagram for a business if they're not going to be a prospective customer like why are you just trying to get that follower count so like you said Danielle you were cool with a thousand because within that thousand, those were people that you know would be interested in, say, coming to a class, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, something that, like, Joanna taught me, like, um, as far as, like, w- how do I engage, right? Like, because if you make it, like, it's this job I have to do, like, I have to get on there and I can't just scroll in, like, I have to engage. She taught me to, like, really pay attention when you're going through people's stories. And, like, if you instinctually feel, like, oh, I like that, or, like, oh, this, or, oh, that, like, you comment on the story because then that's sending a dm right essentially so now you're like in a private chat with that person and it's genuine and it's not like oh hey come to my class or oh hey do you want someone to come clean your house or oh hey you know do you need therapy or whatever it's you know oh my god ha 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 your kids an a-hole so is mine you know what i'm saying like (laughs) things like that because people are posting on their stories i feel like more about like their life than like when they're intentionally putting up a post or a reel because that's tends to be like more specific to maybe some a message they're trying to send or something they're trying to sell yeah so that's what I do and it's been I don't know it's been working so it has and it has been working you've your follower count is like growing steady and these people who are following you are also engaging in you like because I have I have 
I don't know how many followers I have, about 1,500, but I'm still getting three likes on a reel. So it's like, clearly something ain't right there. Like, these followers are following me for the wrong reasons, or maybe they don't even know they're following me anymore. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So, well, like, and meanwhile, people with a lesser follower count are getting so much content. I mean, so much engagement on their content because they're, like, making genuine connections, which I feel like I need to definitely, yeah. definitely work on, yeah. so... You and know. You, you know, you need to like, you have so much more control over your social media world than you believe that you do. Right. So like, if I start to tap into like the mental health counselor side of me, like, you don't have to follow accounts that you're not resonating with. And like, if those people then unfollow you too, okay, great, it's fine, because we're not on the same page, we're not on the same wavelength here. And, you know, things that you could pay attention to not looking at your follower account, like, not checking the views on your reels, not even looking at the likes, like, oh, how many likes? Like, honestly, I have reels from like long ago that like the most likes I think I ever got on a reel was like 1500, um, 1500, or like I would have views like 48,000 views. And I would be like, oh my God, that's so great. But like, who the hell are these people? They, I don't even know them. They're not doing anything for me. It's just making me feel good about myself. Like a false sense of like, I'm good, I'm cool, I'm funny, I'm this, I'm that. You know, but that's not real. Well, like now my reels, maybe I get like 50 likes, you know, 20 to 50 likes. And like, I don't even know the views. I don't even look. I really don't even look and I don't even care because I'm more interested in like who's commenting and how can I reply back to them? How do I engage with these people that are like showing interest? You know what I mean? Like less focus on the numbers and more focus on like the people because, you know, a lot of times people will say like, oh, social media is like so bad for your mental health you know, people just like showing what they want, which is true. People just like using filters, which is true. Like I use filters. Like I'm, I 100% use filters. I like them. I understand that that's not like exactly how my face looks in real life. Like it doesn't mess with me that way because I'm able to detach. Like people, you're not an idiot. So like, don't make it like, oh, it's so bad. I'm going to then start to feel so bad about myself. Like, well, then maybe you need to be doing some more inner work. Like, I don't really know what to tell you, but if you're seeing a bunch of negative shit on your feed, start unfollowing those accounts. Don't, when you're scrolling, keep it moving because if you're stopped at that scroll, the algorithm is going to be like, oh, they like this. They like this. Let's keep sending them more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then purposely find the people that like you want to emulate or that inspire you and like look at their shit more, like their shit, comment on their shit leave your screen on their crap like that's the stuff shit 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 crap 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 that you want to do (laughs) (laughs) that's so good that's so good because it's something I never even thought of before because it's so true man like I follow so many like fitness influencers with these perfect ass bodies that I would literally never have and that I know I will never have. And it's like, I don't know, like, I like feel like, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I have this false sense of like, if I like look at all these people and I follow all these people, like maybe like I, it'll inspire me to then get my ass to the gym and do something about it. But that's not the case. And like Danielle said, it kind of just makes you feel shitty about yourself. And then you don't go do those things. You don't go to the gym. And it's so true. You have that control, but I'm so guilty of that. Like I need to go. I'm like, all right, after we hop off here, I'm going to my following count and going through it. Cause I don't even know who I'm following anymore, to be honest with I, you. Yeah. I also think that like there <clears throat> is, there needs to be a mindset, a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. 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 To get that out. Because these people are doing things that you want to be doing, right? So it's either you get jealous and you think, oh, I'll never achieve it. Or you say, okay, I can do what these fitness influencers are doing. I can try my best. And it's funny, actually, we're going to talk there. 
minute. I had a really good conversation with my therapist last night. And he, um, you know, I was telling him, I I often feel like I'm doing my best. I'm trying so hard. I'm even a little burnt out right now. But other people around me are making me feel like it's not enough or I'm not doing good enough. And he said, okay, but what you need to work on is your own value meter. Like, can you go to bed and confidently say, did I do enough? Did I like, did I do my best today? And other people, people online, social media, people who are doing better than you, I'm using air quotes, people who are skinnier than you, who are prettier than you, your parents. I mean, let's not even get me started with that. You know, you're, there are friends who will make you just feel like you're not doing good enough or that you could have, you should have done more. You should have did it this way, but you can't change what all of them are doing. You have to change how you're like, you have to like establish your own value meter and like figure out like, what is your best to you? Like, what is your best to you? So I think that there's also like, you do have to obviously let go of the people who are upsetting you. But for me, someone who's like living the life I want, let's say I'm going to, I'm working on this. It's not something you do overnight, but I work, I am working on saying, I want, I'm going to let them inspire me, not make me salty, (laughs) not make Mm, me a salty sandwich. mm -hmm. (laughs) So the the people that I tend to unfollow are people who like, maybe their visions don't align with mine. Maybe, you know, I'm, I'm a, a person of faith. So like, if they're just shitting on my faith, like, obviously that's an instant unfollow and like things like that, of course, would get that instant unfollow or, you know, if I'm just not really drawing the inspiration, I'm not really feeling it. Um, you know, obviously like, I don't really I don't, you know, I'm not interested, but for some people that I follow, I follow some influencers who are like, oh my God, they're, they have it all together. And like, I do struggle, not saying I don't struggle with it. Let me dial it back. And you know, I'm not saying I I'm perfectly good. I'm normal and clear headed. I'm not, but like, there are some people who are, they have a higher following count. They're traveling. They're, they're doing all of these things in my niche that I want to be doing. So I try to use it to draw inspiration and get a, even like I'll, take notes sometimes like I I have tons of pages in my notebooks like oh this kind of content's really good or oh the way they use this planner is really good or oh I really really like this like whatever it is and like I'll take notes I'll kind of uh, recreate it because you can totally recreate things you know you don't have to be 100% original in anything you do and you're supposed to let people inspire you so I don't know that's I just wanted to add that in there (laughs) definitely And, you know, those people started somewhere too. Like you also don't know what kind of life they came from, right? Like, you know, there's, there's different assets and things that people have access to that maybe not others do that they're able to portray that sort of, oh, I'm doing this, I'm traveling the world and this and that, you know, great. Or maybe they started like right where you're starting or even, you know, you don't see all that behind the scenes stuff. And something that I personally like to do is I will like, if I'm feeling like, oh, like I haven't like created in a while or like I haven't done like original choreo in a while or I haven't like, you know, put up, you know, like something with like mental health in a while. Like I I struggle with like where to find that balance, right? Because I feel like I'm so like dichotomous a little bit in a way, like on one hand, I'm like twerking and like in a crop top dancing and doing all that stuff, which I love, like that is truly me and who I am. And then on the other hand, like I'll go on stories and I'll be like, all right, therapeutic rant of the day. Like, you know what I mean? So sometimes I struggle with like, how is this going to play out? And I think what it's actually starting to do for me is like, at first I thought about, oh my God, like people are going to like start 
sending me messages that like, I shouldn't be doing this. One, I've gotten not one message like that. Not, not one single one. Two, maybe it's just going to hone my like therapeutic niche. Like I don't have to be for everyone. Like not every therapist is for everyone. Like maybe I just want to work with like women or young women. Like, I mean, not that I don't actually like turn away, like any gender to be honest with you, but like, maybe that will like help me find that. So I, I try to reframe for myself and say, instead of thinking like, oh my God, you're gonna get so much hate for this. Like maybe this is gonna like help push you and like chisel what you're already trying to achieve better for you. And, you know, just really recognizing that like you started from somewhere. So like I was saying before, something I like to do is I'll scroll back in my own feed. And like, I scrolled back to like the first reel that I think I ever shared. And I was like, Oh my God, like looking at like the compare, like comparing myself to myself, right? Cause it's you versus you from where I was like a year, a little over a year ago, how I was posting it, what it looks like. I'm like laughing at myself now to now it's like, why would I ever shit on myself now? Like, look at how much growth, like, I don't even, I can't even <clears throat> believe that's the same woman. And it's not, it's not the same woman. Like it's really not. It's definitely so. not. I, I look back. I, I remember when we last recorded, I don't know if we said this on air, it might've been off air because we were talking a little bit off air and you, you were saying like, I feel weird. Like I feel weird posting dancing reels and swag choreo. Like what if people who are following me are thinking like, Oh, she's weird. She's putting herself up. Like you were so wishy-washy on it and like unsure as to how you wanted to proceed. And you did mention like tr- trying to figure out how to um, like melt mold the two your two niches together, sweat and swagger, dancing, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, and mental health. And I do feel like you're doing a really good job at that because I I mean I read captions. I will say I don't engage, but I read captions. <laughs> and that's you're, I'm glad someone's reading it because I'm like this is a whole novel. No one's gonna read. <laughs> no, I I read the captions and I see like on your dance videos, like you're often talking about how like it's boosting your mental health. It's making you feel good. You talk about feelings a lot. Like it's not just like putting on a cute crop top and dancing. It's it go you mm-hmm. go a lot deeper than that with everything that you do. So I think you're doing it very well. So hopefully everybody else is reading your caption. Yeah, you know. I think I that your two niches go people. together too. Like I think mental health and sweat and swagger are low-key go together like very well. Cause like yeah. I go to sweat and swagger and teach sweat and swagger kind of for my mental health and boost my mental health. So yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just because you're doing such a good job at connecting them, but I never felt a disconnect from you between those two things at all. That's awesome. I mean, listen, for me, like dance has always been like my therapy. Like, you know, even in high school, like I don't have, like I never went to like dance school or did like dance classes like that. Like I just danced because I like to, there was like a very big dance competition in my high school that I got involved with. You know, I was new to the school moving, moving to the town in high school. And it really, really like, I don't want to say it saved me. Like I was like, Oh God, like on the edge, but (laughs) it gave me, it showed me like, this is what you love and this is what you want to do. And it's always been therapeutic for me and actually like doing this and trying to figure out how do I mix these two things together? Like I decided that I haven't started this yet, but I, I am going to go back to school. I guess you could say, I don't know if it's like technically considered school or just like another certification, but it seems pretty lengthy to get my certification for dance movement therapy, because that's always what I wanted to do. Like I'm never going to not be dancing. So it's like, and I'm never going to not be a therapist. So why not be able to offer both to people in more of like, 
a structured form, right? Like learning all like about like kinesiology and like how, you know, anxiety lives in your body. So it's, it's all energy to me. Everything is energy. So if you're stagnant, like that energy is going to be stagnant. Like if you're not moving, you're not move, you know, like you got to circulate that shit around, man. Like you got to get it out. So, you I know, I guess in all of this, it's even like, I'm pushing my own self. It's weird. I don't even know how to explain it. But if you just start like doing like, just, just do one more step, right? Like you have, you see the door all the way at the top and then you start to like build the staircase, right? Brick after brick and you step up. Okay. Brick after brick. And then you step up and like, you could see that door now it's cracking open and there it is. And you're getting closer and closer, you know, and that's just how I try to really look at it. Yeah, I mean, people That's say so one good. step at a time. It's not, it's, it sounds cliche, but it really is one step at a time. If you try to take mm-hmm. on everything at once and like figure it all out in a day, you know, as they say, Rome wasn't built in a day, <laughs> but it's true. Really? It, it really, it really wasn't. And, you know, the real talk mom was not built in a day. So, <laughs> no, she wasn't. No, she was not. <laughs> she was, she was a very different person last year, even the last time we recorded, which wasn't a year ago. I don't remember when it was. It was definitely a few months. So yeah, it, was it wasn't not that, that long, long ago. Yeah. But I do remember the whole conversation was revolving around like, what, 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 like, what will my friends from high school think if they see me posting all this stuff? And I feel like you're so genuine in what you post and the way you come across that. I'm literally not surprised at all that you're like, I haven't gotten any hate comments because, of course, not. Honestly just speaking from my personal experience, you're probably inspiring the shit out of a lot of women. Like mm-hmm. I see you dancing in your freaking sports bra and I'm like, bro, I wish, I mean, like you look amazing. So of course, why wouldn't you be wearing a sports bra? But like, it's hella inspiring. Cause like, I'm still over here posting dance videos and hoodies. So like, I hope to one day, like your videos. You should do it tomorrow. Com- Girl, I won't even post a video in a tank top. <laughs> like, why? But see, here's the thing. Like, who cares? Like, it's not about, it's not about like, you know, and like I've struggled as many women have with like body image and like, I've had like eating disorders in the past. Like I, you know, we all really struggle. Like society does a fucking number on us. Like I'll just put it out there. So like I, I have yet to meet one female that I could honestly ask like, Oh, have you ever struggled with your body image? And they're like, no, loves myself my whole life. I'm the freaking best. (laughs) Like never single, never once. So like, and again, like tying it back to like what you're seeing on social media, like, you know, yeah, like just do it, like just, just do it because it's going to inspire someone else who has a real body to be like, oh my God, she has a real body. Like, and she's doing it. Like I have a real body. I should do it. And like bodies come in all shapes and sizes and that should all be celebrated. And I also feel like there's this like link to like you know, women being like sexualized. Oh my God, we're going on like such a tangent here, but like <laughs> women being sexualized and oh, if you're dancing like that, like it's because you want the attention of like men or you're doing it for sexual attention. Like, no, I'm doing it because I'm taking like the power back. Like once women take that power back, everybody got a freaking problem with it. But I feel like that's why women should do it more because it is our power and is our bodies and it is our choice what we want to show and how much we want to show. And we shouldn't feel like, oh, because I'm not a size whatever. Or, oh, I don't have abs. Or like, oh, I don't have, I have stretch marks. Or I have this, or I have that. Like, who cares? Wear whatever the hell you want to wear. I, ag- I agree with this 100. I agree 100%. I consider myself a postmodern feminist. So I'm not one of those people that's like, fuck the patriarchy. Instead, yeah. I'm more like, 
I want to bang the patriarchy because it's my yes. body and I can do whatever I want to do with it. <laughs> right. Am I right? Like, I love that. that. Oh, so is that, that, that applies to, that, that, you know, it's the same thing though. Like it's your, your body. Like you want to, you want to not wear a tank top. That's cool. You want to dance in your sports bra or a regular bra, your bra and underwear. I don't care. Like you have to do whatever makes you feel good about yourself. And mm-hmm. that's why th- when I went to the sweat and swagger class, Danielle, I was like, Danielle always wears a sports bra. I really like the way this sports bra looks. And I went to the class in a fucking sports bra. I was yeah, like, it was amazing. I was like, I don't care. I'm wearing this. I, and then that whole day I felt good. I, I came home. I took a shower. I put some makeup on. I went out. I was wearing high heels. I was like, who the hell is she today? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is what I That's mean, though. Right. Like, Danielle, by posting those posts, it's not for those men that are going to sexualize you if they want to do that. Sure. Literally, like, by you posting always in a sports bra, you inspired Holly to then wear a sports bra, which is an action she might not have done. So, what I mean by it's so genuine and like it's really like your content I feel like is exactly for who you're intending it to be and like I'm not in your brain so I don't know that but just from like a viewer's point of view and like that shit matters like especially nowadays especially we're bringing it back to mental health when women are scrolling on social media and feeling insecure and feeling down like they come across something that you post and it does the exact opposite which is why I think you're having so much success like it all kind of works hand in hand yeah, and definitely. I also, and I gotta say too, like, I would love, like, I know you had said, oh, like, maybe people would think I'm doing too much as a therapist, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But like, I would prefer a therapist who's sharing shit like that on social media, someone who's real Thanks. and human. And like, I really do feel that way. Like, I, I don't, you know, like, I wouldn't want like an old man who's like very like prim and proper. <laughs> like, that's just not the kind of person I want to like tell my deep, dark secrets to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. You're definitely gonna, you know, you are appealing to the people you want to appeal to. And I think that's why going kind of back to the beginning here, why you're getting so much engagement, why people just literally love you. Like, I'm a little creep. I read the comments. I see what people are feeling. And I feel (laughs) it too. Maybe I'm not commenting it. I'm I'm not commenting as much. But like, I definitely see it. I'm like, I freaking love her. Me and Laura will be working in the office. And like, you'll either post a reel or go live. And we'll be like, oh, Danielle's live. Like, let's go see what she's doing. Like, oh, Danielle posted a reel. Look how hot she looks. We we literally do do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that so much. That's so great. (laughs) Yeah, no, we We do. We really do. (laughs) And like, we kind of follow the same kind of structure for our business too. Like, because again, like, you're not going to be for everybody and Holly and I really like hammer that home with chores and more as well because Mm -hmm. like you know most cleaning companies say like you know when you go to estimates wear a blazer when you're cleaning wear a polo and khakis like that's very like on brand for cleaning companies and Holly and I right from the beginning we're like F that like nope we're gonna wear what's comfortable for us like I literally went to an estimate just now in a chores and more hoodie because like this is my swag and my style and like Mm -hmm. we do on Instagram, we post dancing. We're the dancing cleaning ladies, and that's not going to be. Are. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be for everybody. Some people are going to want the prim and proper, you know, cleaning lady in her polo and khakis, and that's fine because that's not my ideal. Who is looking? I want to know who is looking at their cleaning lady and judging what they're wearing. Like, first of all, when you're cleaning your own house, what are you wearing? Probably leggings and a ratty t-shirt, and you're also probably dancing. So <laughs> to me, it's very like realistic. I would prefer that than like someone in khakis. I'd be like, oh my God, are you okay squatting like that in those khakis? Like, is no, the we're not. We're not. We're not okay squatting in khakis. We've done it before. We're not okay with it. It's uncomfortable <laughs> and it hurts. It's not fun. It's not easy. It hurts. 
And I oh my god! When I worked for my old cleaning company, I used to wear because the khakis <laughs> had no stretch, right? And they were a oh size god. too big, so I had to wear freaking suspenders. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Oh my god! Like red suspenders, and like the company colors were not red, and my khakis were a size too small, so I would have to walk around with my pants unbuttoned. So how? Oh and I my god! We're looking like the freaking Wonder Twins over there with suspenders and unbuttoned <laughs> pants because it was the only way to be able to bend down and clean the bottom of the freaking toilet. Where do you even get khakis these days? I wouldn't even know where to go to get a pair of khakis. The only place you're really gonna get khakis from is like either Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> or Cintas. I was going to say a lot of companies oh, Cintas, okay. that the, the uniform company so I think that was what yeah. she used at the time and it was so uncomfortable there was no stretch so like you couldn't bend over oh. so when we started our business we were very much like this is going to be like we worked really hard to establish our brand which was what you've been doing as a content creator and a uh, mental health coach and or mental health um what do you call it expert well uh mental health, <laughs> a mental health no uh, a mental health counselor counselor <laughs> the word i was having a brain fart but like you know so you have to work on like establishing your brand your style your personality like the whole how you're gonna put yourself out there everything is like and that really goes in any industry any niche no matter what you're doing it's important to to do that and to make sure that you're you know you set that client avatar or that follower avatar who you want to be appealing to and not forgetting that you also need to appeal to yourself and along the way Of course. The more genuine it is, I feel like the more people are not afraid of it. You know what I'm saying? So like, even like the way that I show up on social media, like that's how I show up in session. Like, this is what you're getting. I'm not sitting here going, oh, and how does that make you feel? Okay. (laughs) No, like, I'm going to be like, all right, how's the week? All right. Well, what do we think about these two things? Like, you know, and that's, uh, you know, another thing that like, even like they teach you in school, like, don't mess with the clients process let them come to the conclusions on their own why 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 am I going to do that that seems really unethical to me now listen I'm not going to sit here and like spoon feed people but if I can clearly see a connection between one thing you're saying and the other thing you're saying I'm going to ask you a specific question or say to you what do you think about these two things do you see any connection between those two things? And watching people go, oh, my God, I never thought of it like that. And, like, literally able to see their progress, like, week after week is the point. Like, I, they're coming to me to get help for themselves, not to, like, vent about the suffering. You could do that with, like, your hairdresser. You know what I mean? So I have a very specific way that I operate in all forms. I love so. it. I love it. And I can definitely see it. Like, there are people who I do – see on like TikTok or Instagram on my for you page and they just don't come off genuine and I'm and I don't know I feel like they're putting on a show maybe and maybe that could just be in my head too though but I don't feel that way when I see your stuff I'm like she's enjoying herself she's feeling herself I can feel like your confidence through it and I'm like I want to have that confidence which again is like and I can see why your sweat and sagger class was sold out because for me anyway, I was like, I want like whatever I'm feeling through the freaking screen. I want to feel that in person. I want to be doing it like not just watching it. I want to like go to class and like do it with her and feel as good as she's feeling in her videos. And it worked. Like I said, I walked out of there like I was like, I'm the oh, baddest. It was the best. Class. It was the best class I've had. Like, I think so far, like, to be honest with you, it really like the energy, like I could tell like everybody really 
was feeling good and like feeling energized. And I was being the most genuine in a class, like instructing as I've ever been. Like I'm watching one of the clips, like somebody sent me and I literally, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I just shouted that at them. I was like, I literally called the crowd a fucking liar. <laughs> and I was like, you don't need to walk a while. You gotta get those legs up. Like, who am I? Am I like a boot camp instructor? But you know what I mean? Like you're there for fitness, right? Like you're not just like, maybe you're there for fitness. Maybe you're not there for fitness. Maybe you're there for a, a bunch of different reasons. But, you know, that's just me. I'm like, I just have to be myself and not worry about doing it like, you know, the mentors do it or doing it this way or doing it that way or saying these specific things. And I really just hope that that like, that that continues, you know, even saying to myself, like, instead of trying to bust my ass doing a weekly class, trying to get people to class like every week, like, I'm just going to do a monthly pop up, it gives people time to get it on their calendar, it gives people time to like, you know, prepare, because a lot of my people are like parents and mothers and like, you know, people have said like, Oh, I have like, you know, a seven year old or whatever, can I and I'm like, yeah, there's a waiting room, like, if you're cool with it, like, give the kid a tablet, like the kid, can, you want your kid to come do the class, like, I don't ever want anyone to feel like they can't because of a barrier like that, because that would be a barrier for me. And so yeah. I would very much appreciate my kids would tear the place up. So I wouldn't be able to do something like that. But <laughs> some people can, some people have well behaved children, and they're able to do, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. So and I've honestly connected with a, a few people from high school, like, uh, my friend, I'm just going to say her name, my friend Jill had come to class, and I have literally not seen the girl in 15 years. And it was like, we like we never had a break ever wow. and we, the way that we are connected through high school is through dance and dancing oh, together. Wow. so it's really just such like a beautiful thing and like so fulfilling and I just hope that that like momentum continues like at least with the classes so I love I think that. it will I really do like you just keep doing what you're doing I think that's so smart to like almost like not overdo it like the th fact that you were like all right I'm gonna give people room to breathe I'm just gonna do this monthly pop-up was like weekly classes are hard it's hard oh, to get them filled to yes so like it's kind of I don't I don't know it's like I've never thought about it like that but that's so smart and strategic because it almost makes it more special like I don't know yeah cheesy but it does get people something to look forward to and I like that. That's that's really smart. Do you yeah. have because you have a pop up class on what the eighteenth, right? Yeah, the next pop up class is the eighteenth. It's a Saturday, ten a.m. Is it sold Operation out? Dance. Or is there still it's not sold out yet? It's not sold out yet. There's still some space. So okay, great. I don't think I reserved my spot yet, so I have to. Yeah, I was going to say you. that actually. Okay, well, me if that you, I need to reserve. You just my let spot. me know. I'll put you on the list. <laughs> please no, do. Yeah, um, please put me on the list for sure. Cool. For cool. Sure. All right. Sounds good. You guys are in. So if um, anybody else listening is local, because we have local listeners. Yes. I feel like the majority of our listeners are local. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell them a little bit about the next pop-up class and where and when? Very good. Um, yeah. So if you're local to Long Island, I'm doing a pop-up class at Operation Dance in West Islip, um, obviously New York. It is right on Union Boulevard. If you know where like Long River is, it's in that little, it's like a small little corner spot. So sometimes it's hard hard to find, but um, I've been doing classes there. The next one is going to be Saturday, March 18th um, at 10 a.m. It is $20 a person. You can either pay cash. If you're paying cash, though, you have to like find a way to reach out to me and let me know that you're coming because I do keep a list because space is limited. It's not like the largest studio ever. Um, or you can Venmo me a 
D-B-A-U-M, D-Baum, 62. Um, maybe we'll throw that in the caption. I don't know. Just, like, follow yeah. me. You'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll put no, all that information in the show notes so people can come check yeah. it out for themselves. And we're doing um, – we're going to do a little special something for the March class. We're going to be doing, like, a healthy mocktail, like, maybe some cocktails after the class. So if you come to this one, you're going to get a little extra treats, Um, you know, and that's something I think I'm going to start doing. Like I've been connecting with like a lot of like female business owners that even do like that permanent jewelry. So I'm looking into collabing with someone to do like some of that with the class or like even people that like um, are reps for like Savvy or Zaya, like, you know, coming and like setting up some of their stuff because that's what it's all about, right? Like I really want to be here like, for women and to like boost women and you know like I do like my woman of the week like things like that so there's that and then also coming up probably end of April and maybe May we're going to be doing another brunch class at either yes. uh, Lily's and I think they have a sister restaurant called The Wharf in Oakdale so I've been talking with um, their manager we're trying to get something on the books for that which was really really fun last year if you went to that one yeah Amazing. that was super fun <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. Um, okay. Well, I'm glad that this is like a perfect point to kind of wrap up since we already started. You started telling us mm-hmm. all of your like calendar of events, which we will definitely be sharing in the show notes. And um, Danielle, you'll have to definitely like maybe uh, text or email us like just like everything so that we can make sure we have all our facts right and everything is correct. Definitely. With all your events and like all your info and links and stuff. But obviously you guys will be able to find those links. But if you could just tell them tell our listeners where they can find you on social media. If you have a website for your um, mental health uh, ca- counseling, got it right that time. <laughs> yes. and my mental health expertise. Uh, yes. So my <laughs> handle on Instagram is uh, the real talk mom, the underscore real talk underscore mom. Um, and then there's a link to uh, my therapy account on there, which is white Lotus wellness. L I that's the handle dot L I I think it is. I don't even know my own handle on Instagram <laughs> and the website is white lotus wellness L I.com. Uh, so yeah, those are Perfect. all my uh, points of contact. Uh, amazing. 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 And I, I guess the last thing that we will, um, you know, ask is, or not even ask, but I guess tell you, I don't know. Tell, I guess it's a question. What is the one thing you want to leave our listeners with today? Like the one thing, like, just like, give me that, like, punch me in the gut, punch them in the oh, gut, give you. a punch okay. to everybody. I want to know, like, maybe biggest lesson you've learned since the last time you've been on uh, a note of encouragement, a Monday morning motivation, anything, just like, tell us something good so that we can end this on a great note, even though it's already all been great, but you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Um, I would say the biggest lesson that I've learned is really just to like, stay consistent and like consistency over intensity, right? So just like do it, work smarter, not harder, repurpose your content, right? Like save your stuff, repurpose it, you know, reshare it and just show just if, if there's something that you want to do that feels like a little bit scary, like, oh my God, I can't do this. Like you should definitely do that thing. As long as it's not a safety issue, obviously. Definitely <laughs> do that thing. Just, just show up because you never really know who's watching And you never know what you're going to be gaining from that, like your growth as a person. And if you focus on your growth more than on what other people think, like, it's just going to be superb. I love it. I love it. (laughs) 
Jinx. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love this whole episode, honestly. This whole episode was like we went, yeah. you know, in a circle over here. We came back around. And it's just it's always just such a fun time chatting with you. Like literally every time okay. we all get together and talk, I'm like, yeah, I'm like revved up and ready to go. And I'm ready to I like, love implement. you guys so much. Oh my God. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you too. Yeah, I'm ready to like go and implement. Like you gave us such good advice and like like such a good conversation it's not one of those ones where I'm going to take off my headphones and go take a nap like I'm ready to yeah like, I'm ready to like go and like start go DM some out. people yes yes, yes. Exactly go pick out a sports thought. bra yes go get a new sports bra <laughs> do oh it my goodness. oh my god Danielle thank you so so much for coming on today this of was course. again such guys. a pleasure we love you so much I will see you at your class in two two ish weeks yes. and um hopefully we'll see some of our listeners there too so yes would love that thank you guys thank bye. you bye, bye. bye.